She's a real woman with a real life. She's someone you can relate to. Dawn Newton. Hey, welcome to the Dawn Newton Podcast. I am your host, Dawn Newton. My guest today is a renowned psychic medium, spiritual counselor, and healer with a two-year waiting list for appointments and consultations. She's the author of several books. I've had her on my show before, and I'm so happy to welcome her back. Her name is Karen Noe. And she's here to talk about her first Oracle deck, the Angel Quest Oracle. The deck was created to enhance direct communication between you and your angels. She says whether you choose to pull a daily reflection card or perform a more detailed card reading for yourself or others, the Angel Quest Oracle will guide you through it all. Karen Noe, it is such a pleasure to talk with you again. Last time we talked, we talked about your book, We Consciousness. And when the opportunity came up to speak with you again, I jumped at it, regardless of what we're talking about. Just... just. (laughs) Well, I wanted to speak with you, too. It's my pleasure. But today we're talking about Angel Quest Oracle. These are a card deck and a guidebook. Yeah, I'm very excited about this new project because for so many years I've been communicating with those who passed, you know, the deceased loved ones. But when I started communicating with the other side, with Celestial Realm, I started speaking to the angels. You know, and I missed that connection. So I, there, I did have some oracle decks in my at my center. I teach um, angel card readings, but the person who did those cards doesn't resonate with the cards anymore. And needless to say, I said, okay, it's time to do my own deck. So found an amazing artist, Marie Antoinette Kelly, and she was very happy to join forces with me. And the rest is history. We came up with the Angel Quest Oracle Deck. And talk to what what is an oracle deck? Is that different An than oracle tarot? deck, it's much different than a tarot card uh, reading in the energy because the angel deck is only angels, very positive, loving, peaceful messages from the angelic realm, whereas tarot cards could be a little negative sometimes. Nothing wrong with tarot cards, but I like to do angel card readings. And you know what's the best part about the angel card is that everybody can do it. It's not just Karen Noe. We all can do it. So... <laughs> That's why I'm so excited. How do we use the deck? Very simple. When you first get the deck, you want to clear it from any other person's energy, anybody that touched the deck, because you want to have only your energy on it. And how you do that is you take the cards in the hand you do not write with, and then you, the one that you do write with, you just knock on it with your knuckle. Boop. <laughs> I, I wish I could show you what I'm doing. And that clears the energy out of the deck. Then you're going to put your, your energy on each and every card. Go through each and every card. Now, all you have to do is say, simple request, angels, what do I need to know today? And then you shuffle the deck. And what happens is you will find that either a card will jump out of the deck or you'll find, okay, now I need to stop shuffling. This is the card for me. It's really amazing how the angels let us know that this is the message for us. And then you select the card, and on the Angel Quest Oracle deck, it, it has the message right on the card itself. And then if you need a further explanation, you look in the book, and it has an even more detailed explanation of what, what it is. Of course, you could do um, past, present, and future readings. You could do other types of readings, but the one most people like to do is, what do I need to know today? How, did, how long did it take you to put this deck together? Oh, gosh, um, <laughs> a year. It was about a year because I was coordinating this with Marie Antoinette Kelly, the artist. And believe it or not, this is the first angel card oracle deck that was collaborated with both the artist and myself with each and every card. Usually they just, the artist does a whole bunch of pictures or the, uh, the person that, who's doing the channeling just does a whole bunch of messages and they try to group it together. But I said, okay, today the angels are talking about joy. So we got together and we, we did that and she did a you know, card. 
we had to agree upon each and every one, but it was a pleasure working with Marie Antoinette Kelly. She's an amazing artist. Just about you, Karen, a renowned psychic medium, spiritual counselor, and healer. You have a two-year waiting list for appointments and consultations. That's what made me wonder, when did you fit this in, these projects yeah. that you're doing? This, you want to hear a crazy story? <laughs> <laughs> you have time. Um, well, I did fit it in, but I was, I was actually coming home from working all day, and then I, I didn't sleep at night, and I would stay up all night doing it. And what happened was not last October, but the October before that. I, do you know about the law of attraction, whatever you're yes. saying? You know? Okay. So I was saying to the universe, I really need rest. I really need to be home. I really need to finish this. So guess what happened? I got COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Careful what you and wish I was, for, right? I was sick for six weeks. I was home and I was able to do most of that during that time. I was quiet. I was focused on that. I was not feeling well. But as I tell everybody, watch what you ask for because you get it. <laughs> that's the only way they would have you know I would have stayed home there was no other way well and I was reading that there's 44 cards in here how did you settle on that number 44 is an angel number it's just an angel number that the angels say that they're with you so we decided to do 44 and talk to about your history how you're able to connect with angels how did that come about for you that's a very good question what happened was I was always psychic even as a little girl my father used to take me to the racetrack and I picked <laughs> the winning horses for him and now I'm an animal activist I don't go to the racetrack anymore but back then you know we did that and Friends used to say that I freaked them out because I would know things that would happen before they did. But about mm, 25 years ago, I'm even losing track on the time period, I was going through a difficult time in my life, and I just yelled at God and the angels, and I said, am I going to be okay? And with that, I saw a light. I literally saw a light coming from the other side of the room, and as it was coming towards me, I said, if you're not of God, please leave. But the more I said that, the more it kept coming towards me, and eventually it enveloped me. At that time, I heard an audible voice that said, Lucha Lucina, Bella Lucha Lucina. And for the Italian listeners, that means light, little light, beautiful little light in Italian. Um, I've since learned that was St. Francis of Assisi, who's been guiding and protecting me ever since. I, it, long, long story short, then I started receiving messages from the angels and then deceased loved ones, and I didn't want to do it because I didn't want people to think I was not in my right mind. But I found whenever I did give a message, it, was, it brought the person tremendous peace. It was things that I would never have known. It had to have been coming from either their angels or their deceased loved ones, and then the rest is history. I can't imagine how that, how your life has changed with that, the difference that you saw once you, one, accepted yourself and then delivering the messages and trusting those messages for others. It absolutely has changed. Um, people who knew me before say I'm not the same person. I, I really am not, you know. I, I find myself... You know, in order to connect with the angels and deceased loved ones and to consistently do that, you have to keep your vibration high. I have to tell you, it's not always easy, but you have to be more on par with the energy of the angels, which is loving and peaceful and forgiving and compassionate. And no, it's not always easy. <laughs> but in order to do that, you have to try to maintain that. You don't have to be perfect. You know, nobody here is perfect. But in order to do that, that and that's what I, you know, try to work on each and every day. And, and, you know, and I know we get 
there's always messages throughout the day, signs that we see, feel, hear, smell, and we don't always take them seriously or trust them. How do we, how do we bridge that gap? Ah, what a good question. I call those without a doubt signs, you know, signs that the angels and deceased loved ones give us to let us know they're with us. It would be things that normally don't happen, okay, such as um, they love to come through as a bird, a ladybug, a dragonfly, a butterfly, and it would do something that it wouldn't do, such as land on you or peck at your window, something that the animal normally wouldn't do. Or you'll be walking down the street and there's nowhere around, no one around and you'll smell perfume or a car cuts you off as you're driving and the license plate is your loved one's name or an angel's name. Um, rainbows appear when you least expect it, when you're thinking of your loved one or the angels. Um, the same numbers you see over and over, whether it be one 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 two 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 two. The song comes on at the perfect time with the words you need to hear. Now, these are all different types of what I call without a doubt signs, you know, that just correspond to when you're thinking of your angel or your deceased loved one. And make sure to pay attention to these signs and acknowledge them, because the more you do that, the more they'll give you. They'll continue to give you these types of signs to let you know they're with you. And what is the difference between a guardian angel, archangels, ascended masters, deceased loved ones, you know, our angels, our guides? How do we, who's who? <laughs> oh, great question. Yeah. So we all have, they're all different, by the way, but you communicate with them in the same way. Um, we all have guardian angels who have been with us from the moment we're born all, the, all throughout our life. Um, and you don't have to be Catholic because those in the Catholic faith were taught about guardian angels. You don't even have to believe in God, but we all have angels. You have everything to gain and nothing to lose by asking your guardian angel, you know, to give you a sign and so forth. Your guardian angel is only yours. Then there are archangels who can be in more than one place at one at a time, whether it be Archangel Michael, Gabriel, Raphael, Uriel, there's tons of archangels, and I incorporate them in the um, Angel Quest Oracle deck. So you're not, say if you call upon Archangel Michael, who takes away negativity, you're not taking him away from somebody who needs to hear from him more than you do. You know, in other words, he could be in more than one place at one time. And then you have ascended masters who have already been here on the physical plane and have obtained masterhood, I would call it. Jesus, Buddha, Muhammad, all of those, they're ascended masters. And then the deceased loved ones, that those are our loved ones who have gone over, left their physical body. And when they come through, they retain the same personality as they had when they were here in the physical plane. So if they were loud, they were very, they're still very loud when they come through. <laughs> if they're funny, they'll come through with, you know, funny messages and so forth. And do our deceased loved ones, I think that's a question that we all have. Do they become our guardian angels? Or are they always with us, guiding us? What happens there? I think that is something that we always are hoping for and wishing for, but we don't necessarily know if that's happening. Yes. Uh, I, they wouldn't be called guardian angels. It's just a technicality. It's just a word. I would say they're spirit guides. They're guiding and protecting you. Um, they wouldn't be with you 24 hours in, in a day, but you could ask them, you know, Mom, help. thank you for helping me find the perfect job, say, or something like that. And by the way, when you ask them to come, don't beg them. Don't say, please, you know, beg them, because that's almost saying you don't believe that they're coming. So when you ask the angels or your deceased loved ones to come, 
you say, thank you. Thank you for helping me to whatever. Thank you for being with me. Thank you for giving me a without a doubt sign to let me know you're with me. And then you have to be patient and wait and the sign will come when you least expect it, which is, it will happen. That whole trust piece. And I know some people dismiss this work, these experiences. We're not meant to go this alone and having that guidance and that support and those signs. I mean, it gives me hope and inspiration. It's kind of in a, in a very positive way, kind of a little cold glass of water in the face sometimes when I need it. Um, <laughs> it's like, okay, true. I got yeah. it. Got it. Uh-huh. <laughs> like having these conversations and, and I guess these conversations are really for those that are skeptical that don't, I don't want to say they, they don't believe, they just don't trust. But you know what's the best part about this is when you receive the signs yourself, you're not depending on, say, a medium or somebody else telling you. When you receive these types of signs, you know without a doubt that this is a sign for you. Some of these signs that I have experienced over the years or my clients, it, they are, you can't even imagine. They're, they're mm-hmm. incredible. So what I would tell the people who don't believe is to ask their angels, ask their deceased loved ones to give them signs, and make sure to say without a doubt sign, not just anything. You know, there would might might be a bird looking at you, but the bird, you know, don't say what they you want them to do, but maybe the bird will peck at your window and, and keep banging on the window. <laughs> I've had that. <laughs> you know, something like that. And just be patient and wait. And they have everything to gain and nothing to lose by doing that. How do you keep yourself grounded? Because this is a lot of energy. And that's what all this is, is energy. (laughs) How do you keep yourself grounded so that you, so that you're not having messages coming through or even just our conversation, staying focused on that and not having the distractions that might be popping up? You know, when I first started receiving messages many years ago, it would happen all the time. And I said, I have to do something about it because I remember just, you know, trying to go to sleep and I'd open my eyes and there'd be some being in the, in the doorway. And I'm like, not now. <laughs> so what I say now is only when the time is right or if it's an emergency or when, the, when we set the intention, you know, whether it be a, um, a reading or, or something like that. And then, then it happens. I mean, I used to be walking in the supermarket and there would be spirits. I, I have to, you know, in order to be in my physical body, I have to be grounded. So I've learned to do that. And they, they respect that. They really do. When you are doing the readings and talking about psychic, spiritual, we all have that ability. That's the best part. This is the absolute best part. It's not just Karen Noe who can do this. I believe my purpose is to teach people how to do what I do. Absolutely. Everyone could ask their loved ones to give them a sign to let them know that they're with them, right? Everyone could ask their loved one to come in a dream and to wake you up after the dream so you remember it. I teach people how to meditate, how to quiet your thoughts, because the angels and deceased loved ones come very often as thoughts. as telepathic messages. They don't necessarily come as a voice or as an apparition because they're not in the physical body. You know, they're spirits, so they speak to us telepathically. So you just have to fine-tune and learn how to do these things. And once you do, the more you do it, the better you get at it. And I always use the analogy, everybody could play the piano if they have fingers. Some could play great masterpieces. Other people can play scales, but everybody could play. The same with this, with, you know, connecting with our loved ones and the angels. And you know what? This is why the Angel uh, Quest Oracle deck comes in. Everybody could do this. You get to take the deck. Angels, what do I need to know? 
and the angels play with us. They make a card fly out of the deck, mm. and it's the message. I just did it for you just now, and it says surrendering to spirit. It's kind of, wow, this is kind of what you just asked, too. It, it, what it says is hand your situation over to the divine and let go of your attachment to the outcome. This is what we were just talking about. Well, and it's interesting, too, because you talk, you know, we do the readings, we do it for ourselves, pull our card, but you just pulled one for all of us. Is there any guidance there when you're wanting to do a reading for someone else? And do they need to be present when it's happening? They don't need to be present, and you could do the, the reading exactly the way you would do it for yourself. But instead of saying, angels, what do I need to know? I would say, angels, what does this person or this group need to know? I just say, angels, what, do, what does everyone who's listening right now need to know? And this card, I wish you would have seen this if we did it via Zoom. See that? <laughs> we would have seen that the card jumped out. It doesn't always jump out of the deck, but this one did. As if to say, pay attention, surrender to the spirit. <laughs> the, the Oracle deck is absolutely gorgeous. The work, working with the artist, Marie Antoinette Kelly. I mean, what, what a great collaboration. Where can we find the Oracle deck and learn more about you and, and maybe work with you? Get on that two-year waiting list. <laughs> Well, let's get to the the waiting list first. (laughs) At this particular time, I'm not taking any new clients because it's overwhelming. So since I have grandchildren and I'm going over the two-year, I am taking healing appointments in person. People, I I also do healing, you know, but at that, that's a different, you know, people want a healing in person. They could email me. They could go to my website at karennoe.com. That's K-A-R-E-N-N-O-E.com. And you could order the deck. The best way to order the deck is through Amazon or Barnes & Noble or any major bookstore. Well, again, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. Congratulations on this work. Thank you for having me. And angel blessings to you and everyone else. Hey, thanks for listening to the Don Newton Podcast. And a special thank you to my guest, Karen Noe, renowned psychic medium, talking to us today about her first Oracle deck, the Angel Quest Oracle. To learn more about Karen and her work, karennoe.com is the place to go. And be sure and visit my website, DonNewton.org. The Don Newton Podcast is written, produced, and hosted by Don Newton.